I'll be speaking today on a subject I have entitled Wait for the Next Instruction. I'll be speaking on a subject, I believe you can hear me clearly. I'll be speaking on a subject I've entitled Wait for the Next Instruction. Wait for the Next Instruction. Praise God. First Kings chapter number 17. First Kings chapter number 17. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitant of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God liveth before whom I stand, therefore no Jew, no rain for these years, but according to my word shall come. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn to the eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Cherit. Hide yourself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. It shall be that you shall drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. And the ravens to feed thee. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up before because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise and get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to see to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow to sustain you. I have commanded a widow to sustain you. I want you to look at your neighbor today and say to them, wait for the next instruction. I want you to look at your neighbor today and say to them, wait for the next instruction. If you can hear me clearly, I want you to tap, I hear I hear, shout and shout, I hear, I hear. When you study your Bible from the scripture of where we have come in, in First Kings, First Kings chapter 13, the Bible speaks about a story that happened or an incident, not a story, that happened in the days of a man called Elijah. The Bible tells us that it there was a time when because of Ahab who was married to Jezebel, they were living a life or they were living in an environment where they lived lawless. These men, these people become very lawless in that environment. And because of their lawlessness, it came to a point where they even had a religion that Jezebel had her own prophets that were in that environment. And because of that, the prophet himself began to, he saw that these people were no longer serving God. So what he, what he, what he did was he went into their midst and he prophesied. He spoke to the atmosphere and he commanded the rain and said, according to my word, rain is not going to rain according to my word. Am I communicating to somebody? He prophesied and he declared and he said, according to my word. No rain is going to rain in this environment. So he, he, he spoke words and those words became keys that logged the heavens. And according to his word, there was no rain that came into the land of 
into the land in which they were in. So he locked the heavens because of prayer. This shows us the power of prayer. This shows us even the reason why when James began to speak to us in James 5, and he said Elijah was a man like us with weaknesses and like passions. He could feel hungry, but he commanded rain not to rain for three and a half years, and rain could not rain. And he continued to speak and he says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. He was communicating to us, telling us that if a believer can avail themselves to prayer, there is so much power that brings possibilities that miracles can happen. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, miracles can happen if you apply yourself to prayer. Miracles can happen if you give yourself to prayer. Am I communicating to somebody this morning? Miracles can happen if you give yourself to prayer. Praise God. So, so, so. So the Bible begins to explain to us in the environment of how the man of God began to take on the situation. Praise God. The man of God, how he began to take on the situation. The Bible begins to tell us that. The Bible begins to tell us that in that very same environment, the moment he prophesied, an instruction was given to him by the Lord. And the Lord said to the prophet of God, I want you to leave that land that you've prophesied. And as you are leaving the land that you've prophesied, I want you to go to the land, to the brook Cherith, which is just beyond Jordan. I want you to hide yourself there. Many people did not understand that the hiding season of Elijah was like hibernation. We all understand that after that, Jezebel sought to kill Elijah. But there are seasons that is a person who carries a destiny. You need to hide yourself. The instruction that God told Elijah was, I want you to go hide hide yourself. God did not tell Elijah to say, go and stay at Cherith. No, he said, hide yourself. There are seasons and every season you are to enter in life, there has to be an instruction released from above. God said to Elijah, I want you to go to Zerith. And you arrive, as you arrive at the place of Zerith, as you arrive at that place, the brook cherith, hide yourself. Hide yourself. Hide yourself. Hide yourself. Hiding yourself in the presence of God. There is a time you need to hide yourself in prayer. While he's hiding himself, the Bible says, God says, I will sustain you. Many ministries, giftings died because people prematurely availed themselves to the world. Yet God was saying, hide yourself, I'm equipping you. There is a season to hide while you are equipping yourself. There is a season to hide while you are growing your spiritual stamina in the spirit. Hide yourself. Premature exposure 
prematurely destroyed certain destinies premature exposure prematurely destroyed certain giftings that you prophesied does not mean you were supposed to open a ministry am i communicating to somebody am i communicating to somebody that you had one business idea did not mean that you have to attach yourself from the place where you're getting income premature exposure destroyed many ministries jesus started preaching at the age of 30. He was called while he was young. At the age of 12, Jesus understood his calling. But he stayed until he was 30 years for him to avail himself. He was hiding himself. And in hiding himself, he was growing. I remember there is a time when God said to me, allow those that are running to run. I'm equipping you. But when I release you, you shall have more speed because you are properly equipped. Premature exposure. Am I communicating to somebody? Premature exposure destroyed a lot of people. Premature exposure made certain people to enter into business while they did not have the knowledge. Premature exposure made a lot of people to enter into marriage without the knowledge and the know-how. Everything you are to do, you need to have the knowledge. That's why the Bible declares that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. You need to have knowledge in what you are about to do. Premature exposure destroyed a lot of people. Am I communicating to somebody? So God told the prophet, I want you to leave this land that you have prophesied. Yes, you have prophesied and prayer is working. You have commanded the systems to change, but I want you to go and hide yourself. There is a season to hide yourself in prayer. There is a season you need to get into prayer. There is a season it might be that in your marriage things are not going well. Instead of you trying to confront the situation and be shouting and be speaking and things are not changing, you enter into the prayer room and you begin to command things from prayer. Adum. You are commanding this in prayer. People are wondering why you are hiding. Why? Because you cannot waste your energy doing things that cannot change the situation. It is foolishness to keep on doing the same thing and expect different results. It is utter fatigue and waste of energy and time to keep on doing the same things and expect different results. Am I communicating to somebody here? Am I communicating to somebody here? There are times you need to hide yourself. Hide yourself. Hide yourself. Hide yourself. And the Lord says in that place where you are hiding yourself, I will sustain you. While you are hiding yourself, I will sustain you. God is taking responsibility that as you are hiding yourself, I'm the one to sustain you. God is taking responsibility when everybody is running after ministry. And God is telling you, I want you to have a more intimate relationship with me. God is saying, let them go and do what they are doing. But what I want you to do is while everybody is running, I want you to make sure you are building a relationship with me. It is in this season that you will see me beginning to build a certain momentum with you. Alimida Haspadai, hide yourself. Hide yourself. The first instruction of Elijah, he was told to hide himself. 
hide yourself until you have the ability. I know you want to open the business now, but hide yourself until you have the ability. I know you want to leave your job now. You feel you can do business. Hide yourself until you have the ability. The Bible says in the book of Luke, who is it that when you want to build a house, you do not calculate when you have the proper resources. Paradventure, you might start the business and not have the resources or and not have the wealth or not have the proper money to finish it. People will mock you. Hide yourself. Hide yourself. God is instructing and saying, hide yourself. So when I look at Jesus hiding himself for 30 years, I see with the impact he made in three years that the man was preparing for something that was uncommon. He was having ideas, preparing for a season, a season when he will manifest himself. Am I communicating to somebody? Am I communicating to somebody here? Am I communicating to somebody here? The Bible begins to tell us that the moment Elijah was there, while Elijah was in that place, the brook dried. The brook that was giving him sustenance of water dried. And the ravens stopped coming. Seasons will never be the same in life. Let me tell you something. Seasons will never be the same in life. That you are, that money is flowing to you now does not mean that in your next season, the very same way you are attaining it is the way you'll be attaining it. Seasons will never be the same. One of the biggest mistakes people do is to attach themselves to seasons. Oh God, I wish somebody was hearing me. One of the biggest problems that people do is to attach themselves to seasons. Ah. <laughs> After the, the brook had dried, God said to Elijah, I want you to make sure that you are to leave this place and go to a place where there is a widow. Let me leave that and go to another place. There is a time when God wanted to destroy Sodom. Do you know that in certain cases, God, there is a way he has to do certain things. The reason the brook dry is because God understands that men are always attached to things. Mm, I feel like I'm speaking out of the belly of the Holy Spirit and the womb of the Spirit. People get attached. And sometimes God has got to destroy the city for you to move. God has got to destroy certain relationships for you to move. God is going to destroy certain things that were sustaining you in the last season for you to move. Why? Because as long as you are comfortable understanding and knowing the system that is sustaining you, you cannot move. So God had to make the brook to dry. Ah, Yakama has God had to make sure that there is no more raven that is coming. And God says to Elijah, go to the widow in Zarephath. Go to the widow in Zarephath. The problem is God specified and said, go to the widow. Do you know how much Lord's wife was attached to Sodom? 
That even when God was telling Lot to, Lot to come out, God says, don't look back and don't turn back. There are seasons that when you leave and God tells you to exit that season, the moment you exit that season, make sure you shut the door. But because of attachment, God had to destroy the whole city because Lord's wife would go back. God had to dry the brook because Elijah was becoming comfortable. And God said to Elijah, go to the widow of Zarephath. The instruction might be clear, but your mindset might not agree. Sometimes when God speaks prophetically, oh God, I feel a prophetic advantage anointing. Sometimes when God speaks prophetically, his instruction might be clear, but the, 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 the environment in which the instruction is leading you to might not be the environment that you want to be in. I don't know if I'm communicating to somebody here. The instruction might be clear, but are you obedient enough to hear what God is saying? Are you, uh, 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 you can, to, for you to be like Abraham, that God tells him that come out of your father's land and go to a land which I shall show you. It takes somebody, it takes somebody who is, who, who, who is accurate obedience. Remember, obedience is doing exactly what you do not want to do. Obedience is doing exactly what you do not want to do. So God tells him, come out. Go to a land which I shall show you. He's being led. He's being led to a land where he has no connections. He's being led to a land where he has no friends. He's being led to a land where nobody knows about him. That even if he can cry for help, there is nobody who recognizes him. He's being led to a land where even his gifting, nobody knows about his gifts. Nobody has his CV. Nobody knows about the good things he has done. It is just him and God and the prophetic word. And what made him to dwell in that land and be obedient was that there was a word that God had spoken. There was a word that God had prescribed. So the Bible begins to tell us, God said to Elijah, I want you to understand something, Elijah. As you are leaving this place and going to a land where I'm making you to go, I want you to understand you are going to a widow. And this widow is the one who will sustain you. Imagine the whole of heaven leading you to a person. And they are telling you that the next assignment you have given it to a person, your sustenance and your life for the next season is in the hands of a person. Imagine the pride of Elijah being crushed. Understanding that heaven is telling him that your next season, we are putting it in the hands of a person. Do you know that people are seasons in life? Oh God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Do you know that people in life, there are seasons? There are people that when you meet them in life, your life will change. There are people that when you meet them in life, your life will become slow. There are people that when you meet them in life, complications begin. There are people that when you meet them in life, solutions begin. When Jonah entered the boat of the people that were going to, ta- to, 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 to Tashish, the Bible says trouble began. Who have you put in your life? The moment Jesus entered into the boat of Peter, the Bible says there was dryness in Peter's business and increase began to happen. 
So God says to him, I want you to go to the widow of Zarephath. And when you arrive at the widow of Zarephath, I have given her the assignment to sustain you. And Elijah arrives at the widow of Zarephath. And what begins to surprise him when he arrives there, this woman is a widow. And when he gives the woman an instruction telling her that God has told me that you sustain me, the woman looks at her and says, do you really know what you are talking about? The only thing I have right now, I have little flour for me and my child to eat and we die. I believe Elijah began to ask himself, himself to say, but I, I thought that God said he has instructed you. Do you know that most people that are to help you in life, they already have their own problems. Everybody who is assisting you in life already they have their own problems. Everyone you see in life is going through something. So when God brings helpers in your life, you need to be careful in how you approach. Am I communicating to somebody here? Am I communicating to somebody here? Elijah, the moment he arrived, he realized the woman also had their own problems. But what is it that makes a person not to move? Many people you were instructed like Elijah, you did not understand that when your destiny helper has been released into your life, sometimes they do not look like the help that you are looking for. <laughs> Most of the times, when your destiny helper has been released by God into your life, most of the times, they do not look like the help that you are looking for. Oh God. Somebody saying, I want to be a business person. And, and sometimes God sends you a person saying, that person will help you become a millionaire. And you look at that person, they do not look at, this woman was a widow. And the Bible never said that she was a rich widow. The Bible says she was a widow. Oh, Zarephath. She was not a rich person. She was not a Shunammite woman who had wealth. Sometimes your help does not look like help. But God is working behind the scenes. Because supernaturally God wants to help you and also wants to help that person. Wait for the next instruction. We become so attached to things. We become so attached to places. We become so attached to people that we miss our seasons when God speaks an instruction. Wait! For the next instruction. I want you to look at your neighbor and say to them, wait for the next instruction. We have become so attached. Imagine if Jesus was so much attached to Judas. Judas would not have started his work. We knew that Jesus could pray for the will to be changed. But attachment has killed a lot of people. Many people, the reason why they are stagnant in life is not because life is not moving. They are the ones that are not moving. God had to destroy Sodom. Sometimes God has got to destroy the whole city for you to move. Some people are wondering why are things crumbling. You are not listening to instruction. And God knows that your tomorrow is better. So he has to make sure that sometimes he makes you to be uncomfortable for you to move. He has spoken in instruction and you are not listening because you are too comfortable where you are. So he makes things to be uncomfortable for you to move. I want you to look at your neighbor and say to them, wait for the next instruction.
Wait for the next instruction. Ayakabadakai. Wait for the next instruction. I remember a time when God told me to move. And at that time I was looking at myself. I was comfortable in the place where I was. And I'm being told to move to a place which I don't know where I'm going, what I'm going to be doing. But God knew that in behind the veil, there is something better than what I thought was better. And sometimes when God speaks, remember he does not give you the full details. All that I had to do was to take my small bag and move. Wait for the next instruction. Are you obedient enough? There are people that God has told you to leave certain friendships and you are, called, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are remaining being there and that is the reason why your life is stagnant. I always tell people that wherever you go, God will always open doors. If God takes you right now to a new country, you see yourself connecting to new people. Attachment has killed a lot of people. What are you attached to? Jesus was attached to the people and he nearly prayed and said, if it is possible, let this cup pass over me. Your former success is your greatest enemy. The greatest enemy of achievement is your former success. Some people are still holding on to the place that I once was a millionaire before. Some people are holding on to a place that I was once respected before. And you are sitting on your past. And that is the reason why you cannot act anymore. Because sometimes the past will bring bitterness. Sometimes the past will bring grumblings. Sometimes the past will make you question God and say, God, why am I here? I was once there. And God is saying, move. And God is saying, move. And the painful thing about life is that the world does not celebrate for my heroes. The world does not celebrate for my heroes. That is why each and every time where you are, find yourself being relevant. Because people are quick to forget. That is why no matter, even if you helped somebody yesterday, even the Bible says you shall remember the Lord your God for he is the one that gives you wealth because men are quick to forget. God is telling somebody to move. God is telling somebody to move. If you were praying six hours last year, if God tells you to move, you have to move. Go to Zarephath. He arrives at Zarephath and he sees the widow. And he looks at the widow and surprisingly, I'm looking at the widow. And what surprises me when I'm looking at the widow is that this widow of Zarephath, oh, Yakabalakatai, the sustenance that she has, she's saying it is only for her and her children, her child, so that they die. God is sending you to a person who is saying that person is to help you in life. And that very same person is having suicidal thoughts and is ready to die. <laughs> Sometimes the people that God sends you to, there might be people in problems, but there are people to help you tomorrow. Do you know that there are people that God will bring into your life and when you see them, they seem like broken records. But those are the very same people that will help you in life tomorrow. 
Elijah had to go through a sermon of preaching and encouraging this woman against suicidal thoughts. That you need help does not mean that when you arrive at that place, you will meet a person who will need your help. The biggest problem of people is that you want, you are looking for help. You want somebody to help you, but you also as a person, you have nothing to offer. There is no help that is for free. <laughs> there is no help in life that is for free. Everybody who is helping you in life, it is never for free. It is never for free. I told somebody, if you arrive and you see yourself in the company of it might be a millionaire, billionaire of somebody who is helping this capacity to help you. Instead of telling them your problem, Ask them, what is it that I can do? Give me something to do. You see yourself getting more reward than complaining about your problems. So Elijah arrives. The woman, yes, God knew she had sustenance. Because already there was drought along the land. And I loved it because she also had problems. Have you ever realized that a lot of people that come into your life, when you really look at it, they are going through situations that sometimes you say, I think my situation is better. But God is saying, do something. David, after his family had been taken, if you read your Bible in 1 Samuel 30, the Bible says that as he was going after praying to say, must I overtake? He found a man who was about to die. And the Bible says he gave the man water to drink. He gave the man water to drink and bread. When the man's energy was revived, that very same man directed that very same man directed David to where his wife and children were. Imagine if David had not helped that man by giving him water and bread. If, if David was stingy, he was going to spend more days and months looking for his family, not knowing where they had gone. If that man had died because David was stingy, sometimes the people that God sends to help you do not look like the help you are looking for. Wait for the next instruction. Though the instruction does not make sense, God knows what is working out behind the scenes. Some people, God told you never to complain about that situation anymore. And he said, I want you just to pray. And you are in that zone where people are wondering, you are no longer complaining. You are wondering, you are in those, you are in now in that zone where even when you see things happening, you don't complain, you don't react, you are just praying. You are wondering, you are in that season, like Moses, where your brother, your sister is speaking against you and you are just quiet and you are praying. And God is saying, keep quiet, I'm the one who is to avenge for you. God is saying, don't answer them. I'm the one who is to bring the reward or the punishment. And when you are in that place where you're just... In my years of being a servant of God and a prophet, I have seen God answer when I am more silent. 
you have to ask yourself now what is it that God requires of you in this season that you are in you have to look at yourself and ask yourself and say God what is it that is required of me in this season that I am in now the season every season you are to enter there is an instruction there is no season that will be opened without an instruction for Peter to become an apostle Jesus released an instruction and he said follow me if Peter had not obeyed to the instruction he would have remained a fisherman and struggled without relevance as a fisherman but because sometimes God loves certain people he will bend the whole city for you to come out there are people that I feel that this is a prophetic word in their lives what I'm speaking tonight there are people whatever you are going through you are not you, you cannot join it together what is happening because it is chaos on every side God is trying to say to you I want you to let go of certain things and things that are surrounding you because they are the very weight you know when a plane is about to fly there are principles and laws of aerodynamics and in one of those principles there is weight the weight that is in the cargo determines if the plane is to fly or not many people you are too overcrowded that is why your life is your sight and vision is too clouded you are too overcrowded that is why your vision is too clouded did you hear me you are too overcrowded your space in life is too overcrowded and god is saying lay aside every weight lay aside every weight and pursue the high calling lay aside every weight oh god i feel the holy ghost somebody are listening to me I pray by the power of the resurrected Christ. Whatever that has been happening in your life by the reason of the spirit of the living God. I decree and I declare in Jesus mighty name. Whatever weight that has been weighing you down in the name of Jesus, I command that weight to be lifted. You are in a zone and a season where you are confused. What is it that you are about to do next? You are afraid of the fear of the unknown. There are things, ideas, instructions that God is giving you. And in spite of God giving you ideas, you are so much afraid because you are being taught to go into an environment and a place you are not familiar to child of God I have come to speak and I've come with a prophetic word that wherever God will lead you and will push you into God will sustain you whatever place that God will push you into the Lord God will sustain you I decree and I declare in the mighty name and the blood of Jesus there is a wind that is coming and that wind is carrying you I decree in Jesus mighty name there is a wind that is coming and God is carrying you into a new season by the power of the resurrected Christ I see somebody listening to me God is saying it is a time for a shift and you have to shift 
Don't just pray for divine and spiritual shifts and paradigm shifts in the spirit. You need to shift. You need to change. If you are not praying, shift and start praying. If you are not studying, shift and start studying. If you are not a person who was creating relationship, shift and start creating relationship. Because the new season does not just require you to speak. The new season requires you to grab opportunities. The new season requires you to act. The new season requires you to change. Become the change you want to see. The change of your environment begins with you. The change in your life begins with you. The change even in how people treat you begins with you. Becomes that person. Begin to increase and change value. Make sure you begin to put certain walls and principles around you. You are the change that you want to see. God said, Elijah, move. Move. Because this season you are going to be in. I know when you came to the Brook Cherith, you were only drinking. There was nothing you were doing. You came to Brook Cherith, you become comfortable and lazy. Because at Brook Cherith, water is there. At Brook Cherith, the meat is there. But I want you to move and go to the widow of Zarephath. There, you are not only going to sit. This widow also has problems. So in spite of her helping you, you are also going to be helping her. Because she has suicidal thoughts. She's thinking of giving up. She's going to help you, but there is something that will be required from you. <laughs> Am I communicating to somebody here? There is a season where God will take you. Where now God wants to bring out what is in you. Where now God wants to bring out certain gifts and talents and abilities that has been hidden in you. He will tell you to go to Zarephath. And there at Zarephath, not only your prophetic gift is needed, but also that gift of encouragement is needed. You'll be in a season where the people that are to help you also need your help. Oh God, I'm speaking a prophetic way to somebody here. Somebody you are listening to me right now. God is coming to a place and is coming to a season where he's going to place strategically, place certain people in your life. And what you will need is discernment. Without discernment, you will not know that these people are sent to be helpers of your life. You will not know and you will not be careful to know that God has sent people God has brought people that are helpers in your life. There is no great person in life. Any great person in life is a helped man. Everybody to become great, somebody helped them in life. But they did something to be helped. Oh, Labaras Abande Katai. Ratende Gabai, I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus, help is coming from above in Jesus' name.